And it's another week. This is Andrew Wood, joined as always by pastor and friend Jason Hayes. Hey, Jason, how you doing? Greetings. Hey. It is a wonderful Wednesday afternoon. Yeah. It I is mean. a, it now, just as we predicted, the weather turned. Yep. Um, but hey, it's still but boy, getting closer was the weekend, and closer. The weekend was top notch. We're getting closer and closer, man. Yeah, like like every there. day we're getting closer and closer to the spring. And that excites me. I've noticed the days are getting longer. Yep. That is yep. notable to me. Yep. We have... You know, the SEC men's basketball tournament yep. coming up here in a couple of days. Our boys Friday. are playing some of their best ball. They're yeah, we got all, all kinds of stuff happening. So it, it is really good. And, <laughs> man, it's just been, um, it's been a good, it's been a good week for me. Yeah. Uh, I will tell you, like, there has been a lot of stuff. In fact, on at church on Sunday, uh, you know, like, we, we all have plenty of reasons to, to lament. Uh, I mean, you can look at. The continued crazy stuff that's happening in Ukraine. Yep. Um, you can look at, I, I don't know if it warrants lament, but, but it can warrant some frustration. You look at gas prices and yep. you look at, you know, diagnoses and you look at all kinds of stuff. And even as I shared with our people on Sunday, I mean, our, our family is, is kind of battling through some <laughs> things. Carrie's grandmother's very ill. Uh, her her aunt uh, has passed away. Our oldest son, Hayden, is going to have to have a major surgery coming forward. And so there's been a lot. And yet, and I'll just tell you, maybe it's the weather. Uh, maybe it's just the warmer weather, but it feels like there's still like just this reason to look at the glass half full. Yeah. You know, looking like at optimism and it seems like God's working in a lot of cool ways. And and so we actually, as you know, we're just this past Sunday kind of spent more of our day just celebrating um, what what God's doing. Again, there's always reasons to grieve and to mourn and to, to you know to pause and reflect, but sometimes it's good to celebrate. And so I've just been trying to celebrate this week. So what we're gonna do is just play celebration yeah. over and, and sing over along and over <laughs> and over for the next forty five yeah, minutes. It'll be you. It'll be. It will definitely be radio you've never heard before. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, good or bad. I, I uh, confessed. Um, I can't remember if you were in first service or second service. First, yeah. So in the second service, I was talking about how Jacob is putting this blessing on his grandsons, yep. Ephraim and Manasseh, and he and he uh, he puts one and, hand and he puts on one, one hand on it, one, the yep. other, and but he he, he, he crosses cr- yeah. crosses his hands. And I, I was preaching that sermon on Sunday, you know, and on Saturday and on Friday and on Thursday before that, we had been hosting a baseball tournament at Christian Academy of Knoxville mm-hmm. for this kind of county tournament. And I do PA for oh. a lot of the games. Uh, so I, I coach a couple of the games um, for one of our teams, but then uh, we were hosting games that didn't include us. You right. know? And so I was doing the PA for those and so basically, I was listening to every pop classic, yep. you know, over and over and over, and I'm playing music. I've got this kind of app that you work through that's for walk-up music and everything else. And so I use, I say the expression crisscross oh, yep. uh, on Sunday, and immediately I just paused and said, crisscross will make you jump, jump. And then people like looked at me like, what is makes you wonder you? how many people in the uh, in the room had any got the reference about. and how many people were like, "What stopped. is she talking I about?" I stopped and had to like give myself yeah. a, a little bit of you know reference. 
a buddy of mine, because I think I, I, I referenced to it as like something to, in the regard of like current pop songs or something. Right. And a buddy of mine was like, hey, I think it's like 30 years it since that song yeah. came out. So you're super, super old. Yeah. That was great. That was great music. But it still was a great thing. song. Yeah. And they wore their clothes backwards. Yeah. Uh, which I, you That's know. what he actually said. He said, I said, I'm, I'm clearly showing my age. He said, the only thing that would have been better is if you would have had your clothes on backwards. Well, we had. It would have been difficult. Back during, in, in school, when you would have Spirit Week, home, Homecoming Week. Oh, yeah. We would have Crisscross Day. Okay. And you would wear your clothes backwards. Interesting. As Chris, so we even had a day in Cornersville, Tennessee. Rural, it's the rural communities. We even had a crisscross day. That's solid. Do you think the the members of crisscross, which one of them has has passed away? Yeah, I don't know if you know that. But if you, if you do, you think they were like, huh? I bet a small town in Tennessee who has Tractor Day would yeah, also have, have crisscross day. day. It's kind of like when I see billboards sometimes of like major artists, Beyonce, right? And I'm like, do they have any idea their face is on a billboard in, in, in on an interstate in Tennessee? <laughs> it's just a weird, that's got to be a weird thing. In, like, in, yeah. It's one thing if it's in New York City, Times Square. Right. You know, you're kind of like, that's a big deal. But I'm like, yeah, also. Uh, did, did you ever listen to anything more than Jump Jump? I mean, oh, Aisha. Wasn't Aisha by Criss Cross? Oh, I don't mm. know that one. I need to. Um, I don't know that one. I'm starting to doubt. They myself. had a couple. Uh, Aisha, they had a couple. Gotta meet you. <laughs> that, man, that is uh, that's I some swell I, writing. I could. Uh, I could be wrong on that. Yeah. I need to go back and cross reference. Maybe that's the, one of the songs you wrote. Yeah, maybe I was like when when I was personally celebrating. Yeah. Crisscross Day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wrote your um, own song. I wrote my own song. Yeah, they. Uh, that was. It was an interesting time for music. It was. Uh, There's a lot. But I'm telling you what, I you want to talk about something that is fun to do. It really is to do that PA because especially oh, this bet, past yeah. weekend. Because, you know, when, when when for us, we can get going down a rabbit hole. Really? <laughs> that gets crazy. <laughs> you know, we can get tickled with ourselves, but you don't you don't really see people's reaction, you know. But when you're up in the and so we have this, you know, kind of press box area mm-hmm. up there. And so when you play a jam, yeah. you play a, a, a great song, and you immediately see like Pulling people are like, coach, yeah, people are I'm like, ready to play. exactly, yeah, and, and people are one. like, you know, getting real excited yep. about it, and the teams throwing harder than they were, and you're like, man, that's really really cool. So that is why today. We would like to announce that we're moving to a live studio audience. <laughs> yeah. Boy, that would be fun. That would, would be, be a lot of fun. It would be. We would. If we felt, it'd be a lot more fun for us. If we felt but. like um, it would, it's hard to get listeners uh, <laughs> just driving down the road yeah. on a Wednesday at yeah. five. Imagine how hard it would be to get listeners to come in and actually right. look at us as well. But I imagine how many people listening to the PA are going, "Boy, that voice! That voice sounds so familiar." Oh, that's the radio guy that I listen to every week. <laughs> That's probably what they're thinking. Yeah. Yeah, no. I will say this. No. I went to a meeting this uh, past week in Atlanta and uh, talked to some folks, and uh, and we may have some new listeners around the country. So just really? Saying, you know, anytime I talk to anybody, I'm like, also, I do, you know, some podcasts, and so here's some, I'm happy to send you a link, and then they don't, they can't say anything. They have to go, yeah, that'd be great. Okay, great. Send me sure. a link. And, they're like, and, and they then I send it. 
And then I wait a day or two, then I text back, hey, Jeff Chance. This is Sunday. To listen? I mean, yeah, Jeff this, Chance to listen? Yeah, what do you think? Between Sundays, this, this yeah. trip was great, you know? I mean, we really, I will say this, this, uh, last Talks week. about Aisha. <laughs> and last week, Nordic Track, yeah. uh, which I've been getting a ton of ads on social media for Nordic Track, <laughs> just so you know. But last week, after I uploaded the show to the podcast, uh, I shared it. And because I, you know, you talked about us getting tickled with ourselves. I, as I was putting that together for the podcast and editing, I listened to the whole segment of talking about my dad and his new friend out of Minnesota. <laughs> and I was just sitting, I was uh, at my desk just laughing about I, that whole thing. And so I thought, man, people really need to hear this. So I failed us. I failed us. I, I, not, I have rough. gotten a few of my... I, I did not write the song. I did not okay, write it. Another Bad Creation. ABC, BBD, mm. the East Coast Family. If you remember them, yeah. ABC. They sang a song called Aisha. Chris Cross had, they had Jump. All Right. They had Warm It Up. They had a few of those songs. Yeah, the, I think Jump is the main one. Yeah, yeah, like Make really jump, the jump. only one. Yeah, I mean, not yeah, to be really. confused with Van Halen's jump. Yeah, different. Jump. Also, that's a great baseball. Is a great song. baseball song. There's so many uh, songs that I hear that immediately put me in a baseball. Field. Yeah, it's fun. It's a lot of fun. We had the hamburgers and hot dogs oh, grilling. And the, and yeah, so good. All that. And what a weekend! Glorious what weather. a weekend for baseball. Yeah, I know, man. We I mean, our, our Tennessee baseball team went. Uh, yeah, I mean, one, uh, two and two one. and two and one lost to Texas, but Texas is the number one team. Texas in the country. is good. We we made some mistakes. Uh, right. But, man, are we hitting the baseball. My gosh, they are just flat out crushing the baseball. Yeah. It is uh, – they're in a groove that um, is is not – I mean, I, I don't know how you can sustain it. Uh, but, but even playing the teams they were playing this weekend, they are still crushing the ball. I, I, have, um, I have a need that I think you, you can help me with. Okay. Okay. So, um, for, for the listeners that have not seen Andrew over the last couple of years – uh, he has really committed to not losing weight. No, he's committed to fitness. Right. To re and, and that losing weight has happened. It's you, happened. You were really not overweight in terms of, you know, just carrying a ton of extra weight. Yeah. But you've just transformed your body. Mm-hmm. Okay. And and you're exercising really, really regularly. Yeah, that's um, uh, and, yeah. and that's awesome. Somewhat obsessive. Yeah, and that's that's okay. Uh. And so, as you know, my, my journey's been n- never huge, but, you know, like, I'm down quite a bit mm-hmm. myself. I'm trying to move away from just kind of general thinness into mm-hmm. fitness. And uh, Come on. I've been getting doing some training and things of that sort, but I'm, I'm just truly a couple of weeks back into it. Now, I used, as you know, I used to run marathons yep. and triathlons and all that other stuff, and then... Did this little thing called planting a church, and uh, <laughs> kind of takes got, away. Yeah. got busy, sure. and we had three kids that are growing up and yep. active, and and so I'm back in it. Yep. And so what I'm trying to determine is the way that my right shoulder feels right now. <laughs> How many days mm. should I feel sore before I think, oh no, I've actually injured it? Yeah, I because would... I feel like. You know, like I've been trying to give it like like we we had a really hard workout on yeah. the last Thursday and Friday, kind of did a pretty standard work on Tuesday. Um and so I'm trying to determine like, okay, 
Am I still sore from Thursday and Friday shoulder day? Or am I, but, yeah. like, did I actually injure myself? I would say... Uh, I would say that, first off, if the soreness lasts for as long as it seems like it's lasted, I would say you did too much. (laughs) That's what I would say. And that's not a, I I think. Which is a real indictment if you knew how little I did. Well, but my assessment is, especially for dudes, especially for dudes that like, in high school, played a sport and worked out. I know you were into soccer, and, and I'm sure there was workout uh, routines oh, yeah. and, and things that you did. Well, in high school, uh, for and still for a lot of people have this mindset that soreness means I did what I needed to do. Soreness is a result of working like a... But soreness actually is, uh, again, I'm a scientist, yeah. as we talked po- about. Politi- political scientist. Political scientist, scientist but, but still scientist in the, in the degree. Yeah. Soreness, <laughs> soreness that lingers like that means we went too hard. Okay. And it doesn't mean uh, we shouldn't judge our workouts based on our soreness, meaning, okay, I feel really sore two days later. That means I did it. I did it right. No, you probably don't need to feel that soreness. And it's such a hard mindset to get out of because, again, we grew up thinking soreness means that's what I needed to do. And and also... So just just to make sure, again, because you are... Scientist, yeah, yeah, uh, and I listen so you, to a lot of so, podcasts <laughs> <laughs> and read a lot. So, um, so what you're saying is I should never just work out again. Well, I'm not no, oh, okay. no, I'm not oh, saying that. Oh, got it. My bad. I'm saying yeah, that we have to. We have to do it in some moderation. We have do to it with some wisdom. We have to slowly walk into it, Fair and enough. that is very difficult because, and, and especially if I may make this assessment. Yes, please. Used to run marathons. You used to do triathlon. Not doing that recently. Okay, so so that is a mindset almost of I enjoy the punishment. Correct. And so if we enjoy the punishment, then what we do is we do very intense or hit type workouts, uh-huh. high intensity workouts, yep. because we enjoy that. What? Instead why, of why, why are you judging me? So so just lay on the couch and let me talk why? about this, Jason. So instead of doing that, we need to slowly walk into it and be okay with not feeling sore because then it allows your muscles to recover and it gets you to the place you want to be. It's a longer process, but man, do you feel so much better after it. And the weird thing is, (laughs) this feels a little bit like a metaphor for life. Yes, yes. We're going to talk about more things and talk about life when we come back. Now, uh, one of the best piano players ever, Jerry. Yeah, also, Jerry uh, Lewis. I don't think he got to play this last weekend. Um, That's but, a great baseball. But it, it's not a bad option yeah. in between innings. The great thing about uh, the PA work is the situational stuff. Well, that's mm. one of my favorite things. So I actually have that. There really is this incredible app that you can, you know, you download all, all kinds of music, but you can do actually walk up, you know, for specific players. Right. You can do between inning songs in a playlist, but then you do situational stuff. And so, for example, it's like, you know, your your uh, your uh, arch nemesis is like coming out on the field for warm ups, and you do the Imperial March. Mm. You know, you do from Star Wars, or you do. 
uh, there's a, a mound visit. Yeah, and, and they're like, like, oh, do you do should I stay or should I go? Uh, you know, I mean, are you good. Do, we had one guy that got shelled. I mean, just absolutely just got shellacked. Uh, and uh, it, it was not a team that I had anything to do with, so I could just kind of just play whatever I wanted. Yep. And so I did REM, Everybody Hurts. Ooh. Everybody <laughs> yeah. Hurts. Yep. Sometimes. Yeah, so uh, a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah, I've seen them too where they uh, pick the uh, pitcher coach, pitching coach will come out, and when he takes the ball away from the pitcher, and, and especially when, when UT played Iona and we were winning, yes. uh, I mean, yes, 30, 30 runs. Uh, and they played something like uh, bye, bye, bye. And I thought, <laughs> man, the dude's just like been. Yeah. I like, you're be, not helping. Yeah. Like, I get it. I get, you know, UT, you, whoever runs UT social media accounts, amazing. They're very good. And it's probably similar to the PA stuff. But when, when I was like, dude literally just gave a 15 run. Correct. Maybe we and don't have to. Do, and do that's that. kind of my approach. I'm like, listen, like, I'm going to do this when it, like, you just have to be mindful yeah, of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. You're, Especially you're, with you're high school kids. kids. And, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, let's not do that. Because like, so, you're not, is that, that middle was even school? a middle school Yeah, game. we probably don't need Yeah, that. like, you just like, hey, certain situations, you're like, yeah, it makes sense. But once you get to college, you got to deal with it. Absolutely. You know? Well, how great would it be if you just carried around a boom box, okay, which is mm. classic. I yeah, mean, sure. We've been talking about Aisha yeah. and crisscross. We're really showing our age today. Yeah. So let's talk about boom boxes. But if I could, or even I've just had like a speaker that just, you know, Bluetooth speaker that I just carried around with me, even if I had a little bag or something, and uh, and and every time someone did something, yeah. I just had a playlist. That'd be great. Like, like be like live things. Like, you say something stupid, yep. and I'm just like immediately yep. playing music. Which probably, I mean, I wouldn't have them often. Cause right. I don't, I don't really or say like, stuff like stupid, a, I would have to have a longer playlist. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, situational uh, soundtracks would be. Amazing. Hey, can so so can we talk about something that this is going to yeah. be a complete blindside to you today? Okay, okay, awesome. a complete blindside because you and I actually do talk quite a bit during the week, but um, this week has been a little bit different. And so, uh, had a scene in a situation that that I think prompts um, a discussion for us. Okay, that that. That, that speaks towards a larger societal and cultural issue, mm. okay? Um, and it it is the issue of homelessness. It is the issue of... Um, and, and these things are not always to, to be antiquated to get... Or, or it's not antiquated, to be equated with one sure. another. Um, uh, but, but you have mental... Um, yep. You know, the issue of mental health. Uh, you have... Uh, Poverty, you have all of this stuff. And there was an article that came out here even in uh, the, the I think WBIR put it out, uh, and, and just came out just last week, and it was talking about a lot of the homeless population is in, in the Knoxville area is moving from the city to the county. Hmm. And, uh, and, and you, and we're seeing it, um, quite a bit out west. Yep. Uh, and it actually gave, cited a number of examples, um, around some of the greenways and behind Turkey Creek and the Cedar Bluff area. And, uh, and, and one of the challenges there is, um, they're, they're somewhat under equipped to, yeah. to be able to handle that. And in fact, that's one of the reasons they think 
there's been such a move towards the county is because a lot of these little kind of pockets or communities are being um, left alone. Mm-hmm. And, and so um, my my oldest son, Hayden, uh, was with a number of his baseball buddies uh, at the movie theater mm. this past Friday night. And it was a movie theater in Cedar Bluff and in the middle of Batman. Oh, boy. Yep. A man stands up with two duffel bags and begins to shout things. Oh, my gosh. And begins to wave something around um, that in the middle of the dark, people don't know yeah, if it's you don't a know weapon what it is. or what it is and chaos. And you remember what happened in Colorado Correct. a few years ago during, during Batman. Batman. Yep. And so chaos ensues. Yeah. And, uh, and the movie theater clears out. Uh, my, my son actually got tangled up, uh, kind of on the way out, getting out the doors is all kinds of scraped up and a- everything else. I mean, just, a, just an absolute mess. They had to go across the road because the yeah. individual <laughs> was not caught, uh, at least even the last report. I don't know if he was ever caught. Um, and, uh, and so they had to, to leave the premises, come back onto property to get phones and keys and sweatshirts and stuff that all got lost or all got left initially. And, and there's a lot of things there. And I, and I don't think this is probably the platform to to get into the discussion about, you know, how how does someone get into a theater with bags and, you know, all, all the dynamics that are in play there. But, but, but it seems that at least initial reports is that this person was a part of um, the homeless community, mentally unstable. um, And, and, and there's this balance, man. I'm just going to be really, really honest today is like, there's this balance. When I get a a phone call, yeah. when it's your boy, when I'm getting a phone call from another parent who is saying our boys are in the middle of an incident and half of their phones are in, they can't call, They've been, I mean, you you want to talk about yeah. things escalating. So there is this like tons of emotions and then yet also trying to be empathetic towards knowing that we, we Carrie and I have loved ones that ha- face mental health issues and, 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 you know, ha- have some of those um, I- issues that, that come with certain conditions and things of the sort and and heaven's sake i mean i I want to be mindful that you know such a portion of our homeless community is also former veterans and i'm so thankful for their service and can't imagine the idea of going back into reality and kind of into society after some of them have experienced some of the things they've experienced but man i i'm just going to tell you as a dad and then also as a resident there's there's just a, a slew of emotions that are that that I have processed in the last few days, and man, I I would just ask you, like, what what you know, as the Christ follower, um, that has the responsibility towards you know safety and protecting our loved ones and our family, and yet also empathy, and like, how how do we even begin to find that balance? Yeah, I think the hardest part is it's it's been um, it's been an issue for a long time 
in a number of places around the country. I mean, you, you have some places that literally give bus tickets to folks to ship them one-way tickets to send them who knows where. And then you have places like Venice or, or uh, in California or San Francisco that are allowing things to occur. I mean, they're allowing tents to be set up on sidewalks in front of houses and, and are telling residents there's nothing we can do. And, and, and I, drove, I drove downtown the other day, and I saw a ton of tents over by a place, I won't say where, but under bridges, over by a place I, I used to go to because we worked with them at Hope. Right. Uh, it's a for-profit business. I mean, it is a business, and there are tents everywhere around that business. And so uh, when we come back, we can kind of walk through how to, how to, as a Christian, not, not necessarily how government entities should handle that, but how Christians are to walk through that and handle that. Um, and it's a hard, it's a hard thing, especially like you, when it involves like your your son. I yeah, mean, this isn't just a, a friend. This involves your son. We'll talk yep. more when we come back. And it's a great day to be alive. I know the still it's still one of the greatest songs ever. That's Travis Tritt. It's a great day to be alive, man. When I was on country radio, I played the snot out of that song. Now my, I will say, I will say. <clears throat> We're obviously in a pretty heavy conversation. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me, or have been before the break, but um, going back to the PA, uh, I, I did have a few accusations that I had a pretty, sh- I, I had a pretty significant and notable shortage of country music. Yeah, well, that didn't surprise me. And I'm like, I, I, yeah. I, I only know a few songs. So we played fancy like like one time through <laughs> and the weekend. some would argue not, not really, really country. country song, but it does. I get played, played a couple of Garth Brooks songs. Okay, I think. Okay, you I, think? I, yeah, uh, I think I played um, Chicken Fried. Okay, one time. Zach Brown Band. Yeah, yeah, that's about that's it. Good. That's okay. about all I got. Yeah, we can work on that. Yeah, maybe I need to come. Co- yeah, you could come co-host your PA with you. I would love it. Yeah, I'd love that'd it. be great. So as we were ending the the last break, you were talking about an incident that happened um, at the at one of the theaters out west, and and just kind of the homeless population, mental health issues that go along with that, and. And, and to be completely, you know, you said you're being honest and, and transparent. To be completely honest and transparent myself, I mean, I think, uh, I think this has been a big miss by government entities, Republican and Democrat, uh, and everywhere in between, at the city level, at the county level, at the state level, at, at a national level, across the board. This has been a problem. It's one of those things that gets talked about. It's kind of like when it comes to fostering and adopting. You all, I've never heard anyone, anyone, Republican or Democrat, be say, opposed tell to me, things. be opposed, but, but I've never heard anyone say, you know, you know a system that works, foster <laughs> and adopting. That system is so good. It's kind of like when they talk about healthcare. No one says the system works. Right. Bipartisan, we, we all agree. The, it's broken. Something is is off, and I think the same thing is with the homeless population and how it's handled. I mean, you have some places like Austin, Texas, or uh, or out in California where they go all in and they just say, "Put a tent up anywhere you want. We're not going to do anything." When residents complain, if if they're yelling at, at you in your yard, if they're yelling at your kids in your yard, we're not going to do anything. We're just going to keep moving. They can do what they want to do. They can they can use the sidewalk as their restroom. And, and so if you are seeking the public's support, 
if I paid X amount of dollars for my home and there is a continued, there, there's feces on my sidewalk in front of my home and no one does anything about it, then I'm sorry that, that you're not going to get the support that you want. And, and so w- that's the hard part for the, for the Christian is how do we at the same time be empathetic, but also at the same time understand safety. I, I know someone that was the greenway that I literally walk every single day. Every single day at lunch, I walk a greenway. On that same greenway, I got a phone call from someone right before Christmas. I need you to come get me. Somebody just flashed me. This was middle of the day, not at nighttime, not yep. in a, what, would, what you would call a sketchy, quote-unquote, sketchy part of town. This was right next to a playground, and this was somebody calling me scared because they were just flashed by someone. Yep. And, and so I, I run as fast as I can to get them, I, you know, and, and cause it wasn't really a place where I could drive. Right. I, I, I called the police. Oh, if you could have taken the van, you would. Oh my gosh. You would have taken uh, the 100%. That, the but I might have been shot at. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. so that was, but, but, but I'm, that was in the middle of the day. So, so as I'm trying to, you want to be empathetic, but also I, I can't, I'm not okay with that. Right. I'm not okay with, you know, what if that wasn't my wife, but what if that would have been my wife? What if that would have been my little girl? Right. What if that would have been my son? Anybody. Right. And, and so, and I, I called the police, but by that time, if the, the dude's probably gone yep. and he's just going to do it again. Right. And, and so as we, as we have these, um, these conversations, it, it goes to the, the, the lack of care. Right. From so many. And I think that's the that's the problem is we're trying to uh, we're we're feeding people. We're we're partnering. We're we're volunteering. We're doing some of these things. But when it hits home like that with your son, that takes it to a level of I don't care if that dude is, is homeless or not, has mental health issues or not. That's my son. Right. And I'm going to. Right. It, it's got to be addressed. And, and I think, <clears throat> I think, I think what you said is, uh, you use the term care, you know, and, and I really do think that that's a huge piece of it. And, and we have to be careful that we're not just putting these big, broad, sweeping right. things to, to imply that every person who is homeless is a criminal uh, or is going to do criminal things, you know, or that every person that deals with uh homelessness has mental health issues i mean that there you can't put all things into the same category you know and and yet it does feel as if um we have this remarkable group of organizations and there's undoubtedly and and i want to be very clear because i'm sure a number of our supporters and listeners are, are are partners with some of these organizations we truly do have some of the country's finest nonprofits here in Knoxville yeah. when it comes to um, a number of issues, but but specifically, I mean, I think of CARM, I yep. think of a number of organizations, uh, you know, but specific to the homeless community and are doing remarkable work. The, the point is not to minimize their impact, but rather just to elevate the incredible task that is before us. You know, I mean, it is a a massive task and it is far more complex, as they would be quick to tell you, than simply just providing a meal 
while critical. Yep. More than providing a bed and a blanket while critical. I mean, there are there are hard things, and we've talked a lot about on this on the radio, Andrew. Is that you know the the world is not just a it, sin didn't just come into the world and begat more sin. It created fallenness, yep. and fallenness is far more complex than just sin. I mean, it is mental health, it is depression, it is anxiety, it is sickness, it is all of these things that 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 exist in a fallen world. And I think for me, you know, the, the the way that I've tried to process it over the the last few days is, Lord, like, help me, help me, shepherd my son because it, it was traumatic. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. I mean, I just showed you. Yeah, some it's traumatic in his mind, but also physically. Yeah, like I just showed you mean, some yeah. pictures uh, during the break. I mean, he's beat up and not beat up, but he's bruised up and yeah. skimmed, up, you know, scraped up and everything else. So that's traumatic. The the boys, I mean, you know, they're fifteen and sixteen and seventeen years old. My Hayden and my my old, my son is the one of the younger in the group, um, and so that that's a lot to process, you know. And so my my first responsibility is I'm going to shepherd my mm-hmm. my son, and then the second responsibility is I'm going to consider my own heart. And I, I'm I'm really going to think about like do do I need to. Do I need to do some things in my own heart? Like, like, has there been some things that have been revealed in all yeah. of this to me that are that that are not God honoring? I think there's, I think the idea of protecting my kids and 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 concern yeah. for him are certainly sure. righteous and God honoring. But is there some other stuff that can creep in? And I have to be mindful of that. And then the third thing is like, what what do I what do I need to do to help? You know, like like, and I I don't really know. I know how how do I need to help? I. I I'm probably not going to be the one that's going to write legislation. Right. I'm probably not going to be the one that that is going to um you know move the needle uh when it comes to you know government solutions and things of that sort. But I do have to consider what is my platform and I do have to consider is there some things that I can be doing and I probably need to become informed on that. Uh, you know, there's kind of the the the, uh, the the general concept sometimes of when helping hurts, yep. you know, like, okay, well, wait, wait a minute. Is me just giving a dollar here or there actually being more harmful than helpful? Would it be better for me to be supporting an, a person, you know, personally supporting uh, a certain nonprofit in addition to what our church is doing? You know, do I need to be volunteering? I mean, I think these are things that I, I'm just trying to process. Um, but I think what I would say to us as Christ followers is let's not just ignore the issue. Yeah. Well, and I think for, for many of us, it's out of sight, out of mind. Right. And so, like you said, you live in the county, you live out west, or, or like I live in Carnes, you don't see it. And so, <laughs> out of sight, out of mind. It's not an issue. I, I, I got a phone call the other day from, uh, I mean, it was it was probably a contractor out of the University of Tennessee, but they're doing surveys. And, and so, I mean, that's right up my alley. I love right. that stuff. So that lady, and again, you're a scientist. Yeah. So that a political lady, scientist. that lady didn't have to convince me to stay on the phone with her for 20 minutes and answer questions. <laughs> that was uh, not only did I answer questions, I gave her reasons why. I like that. And, 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 uh, and a follow up. Yes. For her to call and I was you. like, you know what? A better question, if you'd word it this way, you should have asked it this way. And then I could give you the answer. But I think for many of us, it's out of sight, out of mind. And and then even even you think about some places that have hosted the Olympics or big events, the Super Bowl, for instance, was in California. And what did they do? They took a number of homeless folks and they 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 pulled them away. Right. 
and because it was out of sight, out of mind. We're going to have all these people at the game. We don't want them to see what it looks like here every day. So we're going to remove them for a few days, put them in hotels or whatever, and then you'll go, you'll love your experience, and then you can go about your day. And, and that's not helpful. Yep. I'm not saying we all should just jump in and do something. What I'm saying is we, as, as, uh, as some of us, would just prefer it be out of sight, out of mind. It is, a, yep. it is, a, it is something that needs to be addressed. Uh, we're not going to have the answers here. But I think oftentimes you have, you have extremes when you talk about it. So you have some that say, uh, well, i just let them set up wherever they want to set up. And then you have some that say, ship them out of here. Yep. Neither of those are the answers. You know, how about we, our elected officials and leaders in our community, Christian leaders, pastors, come together and say, hey, how can we work together to do this? And I think that's something Karma's done a great job yeah. at over the years, and, and it's still a struggle. It's a, it's a process of, of getting us to a place where it's not just out of sight, out of mind, but we love this community, we love this city, we love this county. How are we going to step in yeah. and, and see that, that folks get the help that they need? We'll talk more when we come back. Well, that's a, uh, that just feels good. It does. It does. Uh, uh, uh. I mean, that just feels like, I know it's not from the 50s, but I can see somebody in a poodle skirt. Uh, they're they're courting like each other. Kind of, or kind of feels like, like a, like a, like a swing dance. Yeah, they just went to the drive-in. Yeah. Uh, just had their food sitting on the window. You know, we no were, phones. You know, we were talking about a potential live studio audience. Yeah. If we had a live studio audience, they would have seen that thing that you were doing shoulder move that I was doing. doing. I mean, it's pretty good. You were doing it was it was not bad. I've been uh, I've been a shoulder dancer for a long time. It's so very we, weird. We we're we're gonna you know spend the last few minutes we've got kind of talking about some lighter things, but I do want to share one really cool story uh, as we've been talking about kind of the homeless population and 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 things of that sort. Um, so, as you know, we do some work in India, yeah. and uh, just a really cool story. <clears throat> Excuse me. <clears throat> I remember that one time you flew all the way to India just to come back. Yeah, that I was, do remember that. That was my greatest moment. <laughs> and for those that are new listeners, so that good. really did happen. He did. He flew all the way I to India. I flew to India, and my visa was denied. And so he came all the way back. Yeah, it was really unfortunate. It was yeah. a long trip. It was. Um, but pretty crazy story. We actually have a partner that... Um, Felt like God called him to plant a church, and he prayed and fasted for weeks upon weeks upon weeks upon weeks. Uh, this was an Indian gentleman, and and he felt like the Lord told him to go plant in this little community that, like, like oh, I mean, no one, like, no one at all within miles lived there. Wow, no one. And yet he still felt like the lord told him to to plant the church and so he plant, he literally they built this tiny little building that would be the church building and people would drive in or whoever they could get there i mean farmers sure. or something i mean they had this little congregation of 20 folks whatever it may be and then hyderabad one of the largest country, i mean cities in india decided they were going to basically export move all of their homeless population out of the city and they literally bust them out and begin to build developments oh wow and he is literally in this t- this church building that is everywhere you turn i'm talking within 50 feet sky rises 
of folks that had oh my have gosh. been transported out, and now they have this incredible, vibrant wow. church. But the point that I say that is not only one how God's sovereignty yeah, is awesome. cool, but but also a lot of these people have have seen their lives turned around. Yeah. And 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 so I think that's the thing. Listen, mental health is not something that you can just snap your fingers at. Yep. But but some of these things, when it comes to just someone needing a fresh start, and some of these things, if someone need a roof over their head, and someone needing someone to believe in them, and there's some really remarkable stories of restoration and yeah. redemption, and and you know people getting that fresh start, and so we fortunately serve a God that can give that and can do that. And so just be mindful that even as you think about the homelessness situation and you think about things like mental health and even as we talk about things like foster care and yeah. we talk about adoption, these aren't just systems. Yep. They're people. They're, they're people here. And so let's pray for them. Let's believe the best for them. Let's ask God to work in the midst of them and uh, and let's celebrate when it happens. Well, and that's the thing. I mean, you think about a post-Genesis 3 world, they're, they're, uh, a lot of brokenness. And yep. so you have fallen people trying to create fallen systems that are trying to create ways to help fallen people. I mean, it is a, it is not easy. I mean, if it was easy, it would be taken care of, you know? And and so it's not easy where we have, we have some folks that, uh, that are in tough spots and and struggling. Uh, I think probably all of us know someone that has been in a real tough spot and came out on the other side and, and, um, and we know some people right now that are still in that tough spot. And so, uh, our, our call as Christians is to love and serve and not put things out of sight, out of mind. I think, you know, sometimes it's easy. I have to fight that a lot of going, ah, maybe living off a grid away from everybody is the answer. Well, that's not the answer. That's right. That's not what God's called us to. Um, and, and so trying to like figure out what that looks like is, is not easy. Yeah. And, uh, but, but man, it's worth the effort. So, so next week, Unfortunately, we will not be on the air. Yeah, spring break, right? Spring break. My kids are homeschooled. They're uh, actually spring breaking this week. And so and nice. Next week. And oh, next cool. week. And the next week. And forever. And whatever. No, uh, the rest of their life. And so we're gonna be we're gonna be going to the beach. Should actually be fun. Yeah. Um, we're gonna be going to the beach, and uh, it's kind of a combined trip. Uh, that the the high school team does a baseball tournament yep. uh, down that way, and so there'll be some baseball, but lots of food and friends yeah. and and beach time, and so just at just. For you to just kind of, kind of consider like, there's probably you. Pro- I'll probably will be unrecognizable. I'll be so tan probably when yeah. I when I come back. I will say this past weekend I got my first sunburner sunburn of the season. I will not be tan when I come back. Yeah, I don't. That doesn't either. happen. Yeah, but I did get indeed a little bit of a sunburn. Yeah. And the great thing is I had the baseball hat on. Oh yeah. So like my top of my ha- head still yeah. white face. Sunburn. Sunburn. It's yeah. not a great look. Ah, but it's, it means that the sun is here. It's vitamin D, natural vitamin D. Good for you. <laughs> hey, friends. As always, we're grateful that you listened to us. If we can ever serve you in any way, don't hesitate to reach out. We will talk to you soon.